0: Ah, that's good stuff
1: are you just drinking like warm- room temperature coffee right now
0: no it's it's tepid I would say is that
1: oh, oh. Is that the word that <laughs> like cold
0: oh then no what does tepid mean
1: i I don't know. I've always used tepid as like kind of below being comfortable to drink like kind of cold
0: below comfortable
1: I don't know. I don't like tepid tepid seems okay,
0: bad to me I w- then i would say it's just warm it's warm coffee. oh okay tepid so is lukewarm okay good. Yes. So, oh, well, okay so
1: yeah you were right then it don't... is in
0: fact a tepid coffee seat well, oh that's Gross. shitty throw it so. out
1: so, mm. no, yeah, any- no like, I, could,
0: I could eat any- <laughs> i could eat coffee and i could also drink coffee at any temperature
1: i can't it has to be warm if not hot or iced it cannot be in between <laughs> or i explode uh-huh. so it's time
2: my philosophy is that the worst possible coffee that you could drink is iced coffee that has become lukewarm
1: oh <laughs> yeah that, 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 water. Is, that
2: is normally pretty bad <laughs> yeah because when you have hot coffee that becomes lukewarm at least it still maintains yeah a the m- flavor. become a flavor but iced it's mm-hmm. just all the ice has melted it's just nasty it's like water with some yeah it yes, or something. The or idea. Something. Yeah. Mm-hmm, right and away. then
1: uh a thing that bothers me so much is condensation.
2: Condensation.
3: If,
1: if I see it on a on the interior of a cup, I, I like the I interior. have to the interior <laughs> or exterior. I can't. I hate it. I have to like shake the water bottle. i would be like, no, it's an ecosystem in there. <laughs> I'm ruining oh, my it. my goodness. I can't. Petri do dish. It.
2: New yeah. life. I will bring. Several napkins from wherever I get coffee from, so that I can mm -hmm. wrap it (laughs) and (laughs) make a little fake coaster wherever I am, so that the condensation, a million degrees, Mm -hmm. always your cups be sweating. Yeah, happens. They really do. They really, (laughs) really do. (laughs) They be sweaty.
1: Nasty. Once again, everybody, to the Show Dependent Podcast. It's the podcast that exposes our codependent tendencies with the things that we love, how they shaped us into who we are today, and whether or not that relationship has changed. With us today, as always, is my beloved partner, Eddie.
0: And what's up for this episode? I just want you all to picture me just sort of like, you know, you've seen a play or a musical or a movie. If you've seen uh, someone in the background just sort of walking around, not knowing what they're doing, that's me (laughs) in this episode. (laughs) So uh what's up, everyone? I'm excited to finally sort of be the extra.
1: The
0: so it'll be an interesting one, but uh
1: <laughs> fantastic. And why don't you little, let them know
0: yeah. why 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 I'm an extra here, huh? Why
1: you're an extra. Well, before we get too deep into everything, I do want to introduce the 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 mysterious giggle in the background. The
0: surprise guest.
1: Our surprise guest, our lovely, lovely friend who's been a dearest friend of mine for Oh God. Close to 12 years now. Um, Fantastic. You, we are rapidly aging.
0: (laughs) You don't know the half of it.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. We really don't. My lovely musical half, uh, the one and only Hayden. Do you, you want me to say your last name?
2: I don't care whatsoever. Yeah, okay. I mean, sure. I'll I'm say gonna, Hayden. Yeah. You're an
1: artist, so I want so to get yep. your name out there. So Go for, <laughs> for it. For the five people that are listening. Um,
0: <laughs> Hell yeah. Our- <laughs> <About> <laughs> we got five more Spotify Yay! listeners. Yeah, oh my God,
2: I'm so excited.
1: You're really just feeding us listeners, so thank you. Uh, <laughs> this is Hayden Casey. Uh, we adore him very much. He is actually the one that we can credit for our amazing uh musical intro in the Mm -hmm. show so Mm -hmm. that's our that's our friend Hayden so Mm, welcome we're so excited to have you it's been a long time coming
2: I know I can't I've been so excited for this I know I feel like this is
0: honestly the perfect episode for me to be on so I agree oh yeah it worked out we didn't know what we were gonna do and then as soon as we decided we were immediately like well let's see if Hayden can get on it in short notice yeah it worked out yeah, it worked out. I'm so off the cuff
2: like that. I'm just spontaneous.
1: <laughs> you know, I, I if I didn't know you, I would say you're a Virgo and you'd be like, "You don't know the half of it." Yep. And yeah. <laughs> but no, we really appreciate you being here. We're really excited. I know that I'm super passionate about what we're going to talk about today and so are you. Eddie has kind of learned a little bit of that passion, so we're going to get into it. <laughs> So today we are going to be talking about the amazing musical slash story slash... Really confusing film called oh Les Misérables. <laughs> les Misérables, which, which is fantastic. Now you have to say it in a shitty accent too. That's required. Le,
2: le, 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 mm. les Beautiful. Les Beautiful.
1: You took French, so now that now was that was that was
2: that was from yes, mm. that was um, Brittany localization pronunciation.
1: Lovely, lovely. Well, thank we're gonna get school today, and we're so excited.
2: It's also let me add a roughly four five thousand page novel. I oh, think. Nice. Oh my it's, god! Really? It's so long. Yes.
0: Well, I just want to say it came out in eighteen
2: sixty two. Yes, oh, wow. Victor Hugo. I've I, I've tried to read it several times, three or four times. <laughs> that <laughs>
1: the fact that you couldn't get through it that really tells me something. It because says a lot. Yeah. You are a, one a speed reader. Two. I am. You you don't easily give up on things. So mm. that is telling me something.
3: <laughs> I think right.
1: the only way I'm going to get like a real comprehensive look at this story is by, I think that HBO, if I believe correctly, did a long-term series on cool. Les Mis and actually retold oh. the whole thing. I, I may be not HBO. It may have been BBC, but I do know that they made mm. a series out of it. And already, like I watched one episode on a flight to cancun or something i don't know but i was (laughs) i was like oh damn like this is a lot of insight to these characters already so
3: Mm, nice
1: i will probably never read it but it's a (laughs) lovely a lovely uh doorstop let's say that so true (laughs) i'm sure i have
2: a copy somewhere that Uh has held several doors open for several years Mm -hmm. continue to do so
1: oh yeah absolutely well i think because this is such a long story to get through, we should probably get it going. So cetera. It's a meet cute baby. It's how we met this thing. I'm
0: on set. Now, we know the long-term memory, childhood memories for Eddie, mm-hmm. real rough. Oh, but yeah. recent memory, <laughs> I got that on lock. And I definitely did not meet this thing until I started dating Kayla. E- I want to say it was about, what, like a year or two in, something like that. Mm-hmm. that Kayla right. got me to, like, actually, you know, finally... Watch, listen to a stage musical, you know, like Broadway and all that for all those people out there who maybe are wondering, you know, because I I feel like a lot of people think a certain way about musicals because I definitely Mm -hmm. did. But anyways, finally, like listen to one. And uh, because as a kid, you know, I liked musicals in the sense of everyone did because of Mm. Disney, you know, Disney Mm -hmm. musicals were like, that's like what musicals were to me Mm -hmm. as a child. I like somewhat knew about musicals you know like rent Mm
1: -hmm.
0: cats Mm -hmm. i like had heard about these and they were like referencing like cartoons and stuff but Mm -hmm. uh, that's about as far as i went into musicals i want to say getting older and being able to sort of passively gain knowledge about culturally significant things culturally relevant things that's when i heard of other stuff you know started saying like oh they made like a lion king musical that's interesting and And it was amazing (laughs) and i heard about This musical, Les Miserables. (laughs) But did I ever consider watching or listening to any of them? I'll be honest, I did not.
1: Oh, boo, (laughs) boom!
0: I don't know, you know. I don't don't know what it was. It was just like, just judging, I guess. I suppose I was just being a little judgy, being like, well, Mm -hmm. I don't need all that. I got Hercules hanging out on VHS. (laughs) That's enough (laughs) for me. But, uh, you know, in this episode, we'll see how an adult Eddie feels about this. Because a young Eddie felt absolutely nothing.
1: <laughs> Just Damn. crickets.
0: Oh, yeah. Her, Cold her heart.
1: Hurt fall.
0: Hey, I was ignorant. You know, I'll be honest. <laughs> I had no idea what was going on. I had no idea what I was missing.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So one step above Eddie, um, I've always been like, I've always really enjoyed musical theater. I was drawn to it from a pretty young age. I would say like middle school is really when I became aware of it as a whole and I think what was really the biggest production probably when I was coming up was probably Wicked that was like the Mm -hmm. thing that was Mm -hmm. like super popular but I didn't really have any interest in that and the way that I found out about Les Mis was I think it was the end of my junior year it was like finals week in my choir class and I think that we were just like trying to kill time We like took our final. It took like ten minutes, (laughs) and then, (laughs) and then we got to watch the. I believe it was the twenty fifth anniversary concert of Les Mis, Mm. and so that was like my introduction. I had obviously heard some of the very famous numbers, but overall, I didn't like know anything. So, not only did I not know anything about Les Mis, I was also like, the French Revolution, I guess, was (laughs) a thing. Also, students were hella mad, apparently. So true. But the cool thing was we found out a few months later that we were going to get to do this at our high school that Hayden and I went to together. And it turned into my senior year production, which was awesome. And the summer leading into that fall, I got to actually go see Les Miz in San Francisco, which was amazing. Wow. It was really, really fun. I went with our... um she actually ended up running tech for our production, and she's now an amazing uh, head carpenter and lead on countless amazing oh, yeah. Broadway productions. So she she really kind of followed her dream, and I'm super proud of her. But it was really cool because we got to go to San Francisco together and watch that production. And from that moment on, I was just like committed. I was like, I need to be part of this show, even if it's not a lead. I want to do this because this is an amazing story. It made me cry and it's just so inspirational. I can't wait to talk about it and I love listening to it and singing it to this day. And that leads us to you, Hayden. Yes.
2: (laughs) Me, the thing okay, so I have the worst memory in history, which I'm sure you know by now based Uh on the fact that I'm like (laughs) what? (laughs) So you were just talking about our final exams in choir Yeah, which I had forgotten all about, and now I'm like, oh yeah, they were like these ten minute, like you know, bogus, yeah, pretend,
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. it was quote
2: unquote. We had
1: the concert was really our final, but they had to like have something on paper to like prove to whatever. Yeah, Mm -hmm. which
2: is to say, you brought back a whole heap of memories that I hadn't had prior to you (laughs) Uh, saying that. So I think I honestly think my exposure to it was very similar to yours. I had a very. Eddie-like relationship with mm-hmm. musicals as a child. <laughs> um, nice. You know, I loved my I loved my Disney movie. I loved my mm-hmm. songs in a Disney film. Um, but the concept of a live musical was something that, honestly, I thought was kind of corny.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I it
3: was is. Like, oh, this, you know. and it is
2: corny, but you have, to, you have to get uh, used to the camp, the campiness uh-huh. of it. You gotta and embrace then, it. And I think it was being in one that, mm-hmm. that helps mm. me realize how powerful it was, because prior to that, uh the first one that I was in, I wasn't our freshman year of high school or my freshman year of high school. We did Hairspray.
1: Right. And
2: mm. I was not in that. Yeah. But I watched it.
1: Uh-huh. and I yeah. was like,
2: this is cute. You know, it's kind of It was funny, fun. Whatever. Was, it was fun to watch. It was Corny Collins. It was Corny Collins for <laughs> sure. It That's was the also... hairspray joke, honey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh.
1: yeah. Oh, I got to cue
2: Eddie in on some of the hey, stuff. That
1: that was a pun. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so
2: we did, or I was not in hairspray, but the, the school did hairspray. I saw mm-hmm. that. I thought it was great. And then the year after we did Once Upon a Mattress, I was so in fun. that. And so those,
1: fun. And
2: those group numbers were, I think, what really made me realize, like, oh, this actually is... Mm-hmm. Really cool, and that was also you know that was such compared to Les Mis that show was such a a, a gag, right? Oh, it's a one eighty, totally, exactly, total tonally, cam, just yeah, mm.
1: mm-hmm. silly, mm-hmm. total
2: opposite end,
1: absolutely.
2: And I think I would heard sophomore year, which for you was junior year, mm-hmm. the year before we did Les Mis. I think I'd heard whispers of
3: yeah,
2: oh, you know, they're going to bring it back, thinking about yeah. Les Mis because it's the ten year anniversary. Mm-hmm. And so I had kind of started to familiarize myself with it at that point. I watched Mm -hmm. the 10th anniversary um, concert that they did. I watched the 25th anniversary concert Mm -hmm. that they did. Uh, The movie obviously didn't exist at that point, I don't think.
1: No, and what amazing marketing. Because we put on the show (laughs) essentially simultaneously as that film was released. Because I think it was released in winter of 2020.
2: That sounds right. It, it was, was 20, like January. When it it came was out. like
1: January or February. I think it was early spring. So it was like the movie was advertising for our show, kind of, which wow. was really smart. Oh,
2: seriously, it what, just worked um, out that well. Serendipity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I started uh, kind of exposing myself to all that content. I still haven't seen the original Les Mis movie without singing.
1: Yeah, and that starred that stars um, Liam Neeson. Correct?
2: Yes, Liam he- yeah. Neeson. Yes, you're, you're right.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I have seen it. It was sad. Huh. It was, I'm sure it was, it was. I believe Les it. Miserables. It was very. <laughs> you need the songs to keep you. Does pushing. that mean
0: the Miserables? It I don't think does. That miserables. I don't think it's gonna be <laughs> <Yes>. fun.
2: <laughs> <laughs> one of our yeah. When I was in, when I was, I think you were probably there for this, Kayla. But when we mm. were uh, rehearsing for this show, one of the things that told us as a mm-hmm. as a director was that Les Miserables means the downtrodden or the oppressed Mm -hmm. and that was what the title meant and that was what we were supposed to embody but yeah anyway yeah I had very little musical exposure for most of my life Uh, and then Mm -hmm. being in this show was crazy it It, it became this I mean you know having I was Marius obviously and having Mm -hmm. a part that had that much you know weight exactly and and that much material and having to be on stage that much and having to kind of eat breathe and sleep this for so long it, mm-hmm. it definitely took over my life for a, a brief time
1: mm-hmm. well yeah. th- i didn't know that i thought that you had a little bit more of a musical um background but i guess I but yeah very corrected. much not, so i that. had a
2: background in, <laughs> in music but definitely not in musical theater yeah that was mm. a whole new avenue for me yep
1: well that is really insightful i'm excited to get to talk more about that (laughs) in a little bit so true but i think how about right now how about right now should i sing the little ditty
0: (laughs) you may as well
1: getting to know each other look down
3: look
1: down (laughs) your life's a Fucking hole. I don't know. It's just awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just shit bad. News. You're not wrong
2: though. You're no. so, you're so wrong.
1: Okay. I feel like this is something that we could talk about right off the bat. Eddie and I re watched the movie recently. Yeah. Cool. Me too. Um, I watched it
2: this week. <laughs> yeah.
1: But we, um, it was so funny because it was like, we were watching it. It was like, oh, damn. This shit is still happening in America today. <laughs> it was like, oh. <laughs> Funny. It's good
0: stuff. Yeah. Not yeah.
1: funny. Um, sad. Very sad. <laughs> yeah. Funny, not funny. <laughs> funny, yeah. not funny.
2: The difference between my brain today watching this movie and my brain in 2012 watching this movie is mm-hmm. immeasurable. I cannot describe <laughs> it. Like two different people. Seriously. Yeah.
1: Because I don't know when we when we were young and we watched this, it was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is just like fun. This is just like drama. It's like no, this shit yeah. like. Actively happens on a daily basis, and people are like left dead in the streets.
0: Yeah. Oh, you're poor. Well, sucks to be you. Why don't I just mm-hmm. uh, step on your body as I walk <laughs> myself over to uh, just indulge myself in all the food I could ever enjoy? Meanwhile, mm-hmm. I'm gotta, just gotta keep gotta keep my shoes clean. Can't get any mm-hmm. mud on my on my new boots. Yep. Oh, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you know, students being oppressed and wanting to, you know, have a little bit something different for themselves in the country Mm -hmm. they live in, you know, doesn't seem too very far off, especially given recent events, which, you know, it is called Les Mis. It's a very Mm -hmm. sad thing we're covering. I don't know if we want to get too sad into the reality, Mm -hmm. but, you know, when we talk about the songs later, I definitely many times watching the movie and when, you know, I hear or saw your performances, a lot of the times, you know, I got chills just thinking about like the connections that go on mm-hmm. to today. I mean, how powerful mm-hmm. is that message of like, wanting to change things for the better, you mm-hmm. know, wanting mm-hmm. to get a world that's better for not only yourself, but everyone else. So, yep. I mean, you know, that's something I didn't know as a kid, but we'll get into it later. Just the power of the songs and musicals, mm-hmm. I think are insane,
1: for especially
0: sure. this one. So, yep.
1: I think that a a good place for us to get kind of started in this conversation would be the convoluted bullshit that is like how the fuck this story became a musical which <laughs> which is really weird from my, my limited knowledge what i understand is the text was kind of picked up by a a british theater company hmm. and they adapted it and put it to to song and they are not French, so they <laughs> sang it with British accents. <laughs> and so now we just hear the production in a British accent, even though it's French. <laughs> it's, mm. I'm pretty sure that's what occurred, because, you know, we're sitting here watching or singing it, and nobody's doing a French accent, and if they are, it sounds kind of odd. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're saying a French word, it's not really French, because you're saying the French word with a British accent. So
3: mm-hmm. it's just... Yep.
1: What was that like to... Did they ever talk to you about, like, pronunciation? Because it was never... Like, I didn't have to say anything French because I was just like, I'm no. an old hag. I'm really sad. <laughs> oh, I'm a whore. That's the end. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: and you like, ate that stage up, let me thank say. Thank you. <laughs> or <Horror> number <laughs> you did one. what you had to be done.
1: Numero uno. Mm-hmm.
2: So, um... Previously aforementioned horrible memory, but I do think I <laughs> remember, I either remember or I'm, you know, fabricating memory. Love but I it. think I remember having a discussion with our director about how to pronounce my name because at one point I have to say Marius pontmercy which is a very mm-hmm. French name. That's French yeah. as hell, right? <laughs> um and I was I as somebody who was taking French in high school, I had a decent understanding of how yeah. to pronounce French words. Um and I think the The decision that we came to was that I should pronounce it Britishly so that it could be digested yeah. Yeah. more mm. easily by our audience.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's so weird. And also it might seem kind Lunch of hammy of if I just suddenly. Yeah, that's like, true. Pour merci. You know what I mean? Like it's, just, <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like gimmicky if I just. you like that? a baguette? <laughs> what is this? Oh, my
1: baguette, God. Baguette,
2: oui, oui. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oui, oui. laboratory? Know, it's, it's very. um. It it did seem kind of gimmicky to just kind yeah. of like have the sudden pivot. So I think we decided to just yeah. stay in the realm of you know yeah. British. Yeah. um you,
1: you didn't want to cope, colonialism which, for no reason. Uh, yeah.
0: No. It's kind of like when people are talking, you know, and then uh, you know I won't say white people are talking. Hey. And all of a, all of a sudden they say something in Spanish but hit it with like the hard accent. It's like you don't need to do that. And I would you like don't to have get me yeah. por favor. Like you could have just said, "Get the beans." You know, it's fine. We're at we're at Chipotle. All right, we don't
1: need we don't need to be doing that. We don't need all that.
0: Yeah. Oh
1: my gosh. So accents aside, I mean, it's weird, but necessary. Like you said, it's weird. It's weird. Mm -hmm. Another, but the thing they did to counteract the choice of just you know this french-ass film or story Mm -hmm. (laughs) no make it British (laughs) British. um (laughs) no but what they got right was oh my god the theme the theming of the music and Mm -hmm. how many through lines and how they weave Mm -hmm. stories together by repeating melodies or echoing melodies and intertwining it with characters every character Mm kind of has like a theme that follows them. Right. It's like mm, uh, beautiful. It's so nice.
2: I agree and I will say I had the distinct pleasure of realizing a lot of that
3: mm-hmm. when
2: we got together recently for the I suppose 20th anniversary of the OG OG production of yeah. the show. I of course recognized that there were kind of parallels and and re- yeah. recurring motifs throughout the show but hearing it all together like this yeah and i think also the other thing about it is that i was on stage the whole time
1: yeah when, mm. I, when I
2: was in the show when we mm-hmm. were in the show in high school i was on stage when i needed to be on stage and then otherwise i was getting changed or i was yeah. getting you're fucking around in the or, back like yeah you're, exactly you you're know, like flirting with people whatever love you know it.
1: hey so that's yeah. that's what the theater is for You're Um, so right. That's
2: why we do it. Discovering yourself.
1: That's so true, though. In a dark
2: backstage space.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Where nobody can see you. Hormones
2: raging. Hopefully the curtains are drawn. Let's hope.
1: Yeah. Uh, Oh, God. Crew. That was a whole other can of worms. But um, anyway, totally something that I I told this to Eddie looking back Mm. because I think I had this is kind of getting into like a little bit of my psychology and Mm -hmm. trauma and just like me being a petty bitch. But I I had a little bit of resentment because I was, I was a senior. So I really wanted to be a lead in the production Mm -hmm. and I Mm -hmm. didn't get that opportunity, but Uh in hindsight, and when we got to do this um, reunion a few weeks ago together, I was so grateful because I think that was really a blessing for me because Mm. I was like flunking math Oh boy. I almost did not graduate <laughs> because I was doing so poorly in math. So mm-hmm. had I been in a lead, I don't think I I would have skated by. But also mm-hmm. I got to be a part of the show like for the whole thing.
3: Mm-hmm. So
1: mm-hmm. from beginning to end, I mean, I was pretty much if there were background characters, I was there for the most part. So it was really fun because I got to embody different kinds of characters and take on different perspectives. And I got to really enjoy a lot of the music and I got to root for you guys backstage too, Mm because we got to see you on monitors and Mm -hmm. listen. And if it was, you know, it was just really cool that we got to experience it all together.
2: I think you were able to bring so much personality and so many different personalities Mm -hmm. as Mm -hmm. a result of being, A member of that supporting cast whereas if you had been a lead you know you get one character you get one type and you stick to it and Mm -hmm. instead we got like the vivacity of kayla and all of these (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: hey then i'm blushing (laughs) oh my gosh well thank you
2: and also to say luckily by the time you got to college your math career skyrocketed so yeah i
1: definitely (laughs) didn't flunk math mathematician no no
2: no
0: of course not no not in a million Mm -hmm. years it is a fun thing you know seeing people in the background that's a fun thing to see like what choices they make and what Mm -hmm. what acting what acting (laughs) they do without saying anything you know Mm -hmm. i'll reference just hamilton you know since that's widely available on like disney plus watching that And seeing the people in the background, like everyone is doing something, and a lot of times it is important, you know. Mm -hmm. Even though it kind of doesn't feel that way, it's important to sell it to stay in kayfabe and like, (laughs) you know, you look in the background and like, wow, that person is acting, and Mm -hmm. we can barely see him. Fantastic, but to sort of get back to the music here, yeah, the music part being introduced to like stage musicals and all that, and like like capital M musicals,
1: (laughs)
3: yeah,
0: definitely brought about or opened up in me things that, like, I always knew I liked about music, but, like, I saw them in musicals, and when I learned that they're, like, actual, like, things that happen Mm -hmm. all the time, I was like, oh, that's what that is. That's why I like that so much. Mm -hmm. One thing that definitely, like you said, Kayla, the, like, theming and, like, Mm -hmm. characters having themes or having, like, the same, uh, like, notes played throughout different songs throughout the musical, like i pop hard whenever I hear stuff like that. You know, whenever I hear like... <laughs> yeah, yeah synth, that like,
3: shit is awesome. Oh, yeah,
0: like getting ahead a little bit, but like one day more when they do like the... Dun, 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 when yeah. I hear that mm-hmm. like in the beginning, in the middle, in the end, I'm like, that's that fucking song, man. Yep. Like, <laughs> it's coming back around. And like, I didn't even know that I liked that so much until I started watching musicals. And then I'm like, yeah, this is so good. I love when they like keep it going and mm-hmm. to connect it sort of to... uh Characters having themes. Definitely oh, God, with my, I know where uh, this is going. My He's professional, a... <laughs> my love of professional wrestling. Because, you know, Stone Here Cold Steve Austin, that glass hits, and you're like, that's Stone Cold. And then in this play, you know, you hear that music, and you're like, God damn, is that Hugh Jackman?
3: No, it's not. <laughs> is that John That's Bel-John? John Belton. Oh, God,
0: that's John Belton's music. <laughs> oh, God, Javain's running in. And he just hits him with the chair. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I don't know. It's just the little musical things, the notes, I love it.
2: Is Hugh Jackman the Taylor Lautner of this franchise?
1: Yes, he is just Hugh. <laughs> he, we don't call him Yeah yeah. We don't call him Jacob Black.
0: Yeah. Everyone we don't else call was. him
1: <laughs> John Valjean. He's John Valjean. Hugh yeah.
0: Jackman. I mean he was hiding, you know, but
1: No, we're gonna out him is going to find his hey, ass. Yeah, you, hey, you can't do
0: that, all right? <laughs> He's got the great alias of Mr. The Mayor. No one will ever find out <laughs> that, that that's a fake name.
1: Oh, my God. Okay, before we pivot too far away from the theory side of things, what did you learn? At least I think I educated Eddie on this well. Hmm. What's the thing that you like about the confrontation so much?
0: Oh, God, what was it? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is something I learned... Again, through watching musicals like Hamilton, watching Les Mis. And it's funny because I feel like I expect every musical to do stuff like this. And Kayla was like, you know, not all musicals do these things. And I'm like, yeah, but they should. But <laughs> it's um, what I learned that I love is when two characters are singing different words at the same time. And sometimes they like layer in and say the same thing, but then they're like two opposing sides singing at the same time. For one, it's like, incredibly impressive to see especially live like again i'm jumping ahead and coming back but you know just seeing your 20th anniversary performance and seeing these people do this live i was like god they are fucking it up you know that and like in a good way you know like they are fucking killing it right now (laughs) they
1: are ass oh my god this them. is horrible <laughs> no no they did so no, good they,
0: they were they were killing it and it's just uh kayla told me that apparently it's called a counter melody
1: i believe that's correct mm-hmm. yeah and it's see.
0: in the song called the confrontation and god it is just so effective like you're sitting there and i'm just like god they're going at it this is sick i love it so yeah i learned the term because yeah, there's melody counter
1: me- and counter melody
0: hmm and
1: Usually,
2: then, a, a melody and a counter melody are moving in opposite directions, which does yeah. happen in the confrontation. They mm-hmm. they create a tension that way, but mm-hmm. also like a weird symmetry, yeah. in yep. that they're they're moving but in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so they they have a kind of yep. contrast to each other. They're um, each other's
1: foil. So true. Literary as characters,
2: true. as melodies, yep. as whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I, I, I also, I think that's really like powerfully done in this show. And then also there's that moment at the end. I think for me, the craziest one is at the end of one day more when, uh, mm. <sighs> Me and Cosette are having our little moment where, or mm-hmm. I guess, you know, I'm not the only Marius in the world, but Marius and Cosette. No, no it's no, 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 you. <laughs> right. It's only you, dear. It's mm. only okay, you, Hayden. You. <laughs> okay, you can say it, but I can't say it. Okay. <laughs> so Marius and Cosette are having their little moment. Eponine is having her sob story moment. The Tenardes uh, are having oh, their funny moment. Valjean is, and Javert are having well, their um conflict moment. And it's yeah. just all of these voices are having their own little schizophrenic moment at the same yeah. time. It's phenomenal. I yeah. it just... It,
0: is crazy it moves me i love it oh Oh, it feels i was just gonna say it feels like so like i'm getting chills just thinking about it because that's like (laughs) obviously i love the conversation that's two people going at it at the same time but having like all the leads seeing different parts and again it kind of goes back to all of them having their own like theme their own melody their own like reason to be and Mm -hmm. having all those things layer upon each other It's just like, and then when they all come together with the whole cast, Mm -hmm. I'm just like, when I heard that for the first time, like as an adult, I was like, what have I been missing my whole life? Like, you're like, goddamn, this is
3: goddamn. Yeah,
0: oh, it's just like so powerful because it's just, ah. And I just found out that I love when people sing at the same time, but say different things. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Mm -hmm.
2: And the crazy part is that. It doesn't just sound like noise. No, like yeah. it sounds good with all of these different things going at once. I don't know how so in the crazy. hell they do that, but it's I so don't cool. know.
1: Like to be a composer and be able to like like from a literary standpoint, because not only Hayden, are you a musician, you're also mm. an aspiring author. Like True. to have the forethought to think of how these characters will be connected mm-hmm. and intertwine and affect one another. On a large scale, and then to be able to apply that to music and make it yep. sound cohesive, and not only that, but gorgeous, mm. and so like hopeful and like I don't know. At the end of the first act, which ends with one day more, you are just like so invigorated and like in awe of just everything. And then you get a whole other second half, and you're like, "God <laughs> oh, damn!" More? And yeah. then you're like, "Oh, I wish I would have stopped at the first half." Oh. now I'm just really sad. <laughs> wow. Not, not. It's kind of like into the woods in that way, where they both have that that like it's yay, it's good, and then it's really bad. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like,
2: well, the cast is uh, a quarter of the size now. Yeah,
1: um, (laughs) spoiler alert. That's not grand. Not quite. Pivoting back to the songs, we got to talk about like the iconic ones. Oh, oh, yeah. The ones that the song, you know, this production is known for. I mean, we already said one day more, which I think like was really, at least in my to my knowledge, was only <laughs> this is stupid, but it was like only really popularized recently because of an episode of Carpool Karaoke, where they had really? a bunch, yeah, they had a bunch of Broadway artists in the same car. And oh, they yeah. were just like having shits and giggles. And they're like, you know what we should do? We should do one day more. And it was amazing. I highly recommend That's you look really it up good. on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It gives me chills every time. Oh, my God. Very, yeah. That's very the good. the
2: opposite of stupid. That's insane.
1: Well, just carpool karaoke is like, oh, ah, James Corden. Oh, my God. <laughs> James Shut the fuck up. Okay, out. get them. Um, kind of yeah. cringe. <laughs> I, don't out
0: know what, I don't know what so that good. means, but I like it.
1: <laughs> anyway, fantastic. Oh, my God. I dreamed a dream. I mean, mm. uh. Uh
0: it really is uh, like you know some songs move you and you don't even really understand why
3: mm-hmm.
0: i dreamed a dream is definitely like a song where the first time i heard it i was like god i am feeling something i know nothing of this musical no nothing yeah, of this i have no
1: context
0: but man oh man this is a rough one
1: mm-hmm. it's a gorgeous song what were you gonna say about key changes Hayden oh
0: my god yeah oh my god
2: okay are we ready for this <laughs> I guess we're ready for this I guess we're I'm, ready.
1: I'm, I'm ready I'm ready for this ready nerd for a, shit
2: for a key change oh Christ key almighty change. so I had I had had an appreciation for key changes my whole life as a fan of you know top 40 radio pop music they were used <laughs> <Yeah>. very effectively <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. Manipulate those emotions.
2: So true. Yes. Mm-hmm. In whatever way you can, however artificial, it doesn't matter. But I think <laughs> it was this show that made me realize like how when they work in tandem with so many other things, like the lyrics are escalating in intensity and the music mm-hmm. is escalating in intensity and there's um, the 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 vocal performance is escalating in intensity across the run of the song and the, the key changes alongside that. It's just like this. Cloud parting, incredible (laughs) Mm -hmm. experience. Mm -hmm. And that was another thing that I really realized at this reunion show that we just had, because one thing that's different for me, I think, than for you is that I, prior to that show, had not thought about this musical for probably eight or nine years.
1: Mm. I You really? Long... You're like, shut it down.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, <laughs> oh. I was like that was fun. This was a nice little relic of my past. I'm, <laughs> you know, on to other things. Like, you know, no shade. Yeah,
1: no, yeah. Absolutely. No offense.
2: I love the no. show, but it just, you know, I, I was, I don't know. It was just like it well, was then, and then
1: you, you ate and slept and breathed it for way too long.
2: So true. Yeah. I mean,
1: it was like seriously seven months mm-hmm. of pretty much all that because. Yep. Because I remember oh god, I'm gonna out myself, but I remember when we figured <laughs> out we figured out we were doing the production, I'd go over to your house and we'd sing and practice mm-hmm. together for for auditions.
2: Oh, that was
3: so so fun.
1: including nice. pre-audition through yep. the end of the production, it was probably close to seven months. Totally it, it was a very long time, and you were yep. a lead and you you sang your fucking voice out, and it was yeah. hard. It was a lot. Yeah. And I then after this the show distancing. it was yep.
2: it was the next show and then it was there weren't yep. any shows after that, but I you know, I went on to I went to college and I was in
3: <laughs> vocal oh, good, ensembles but, yep. at
2: the college. Yeah. And I, yep. You know, I had it was it was one thing after another and I mm-hmm. didn't I don't know. I don't think it necessarily I don't know if it was it would have been a, a, a re traumatizing experience to watch it, you know, after uh, all of the Oh it was chaos for me this show. It was it, it was. it was a lot and it was also <laughs> a lot for me
0: to see.
1: We didn't make it to the first half. We got like 40 <laughs> minutes in and I was like, wow. I'm not drunk enough for this.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. you know.
1: It was really I, painful. I believe it, though. Yeah. We should have you over and we could like drink oh, a Borg yeah. or something. A Borg. <laughs> <true. laughs> a Borg. Borg. Yeah, anyway. I just want to quickly
0: add, you know, just it kind of makes sense. You know what you're saying? though, Because a lot of times when people dump so much of their life into something for such a long time. It's sort of like, it is freeing to be like, okay, I'm done with it. And even whether you do it consciously yep. or not, to yeah. just mm-hmm. be like, you know, like you said, that was that I'm in the now now. And I just need to, you know, move on and do whatever. And not even consciously as if it was a bad experience, but just like, I need to do something different. I need yep. to like mm-hmm. not think yeah, about it. this for a while. Cause I thought about it for too much for a concentrated period of time.
2: Yeah, You're right. Mm-hmm. And so we got to the, the reunion show and there were, lines of mine that i didn't remember the vast majority of my own lines i didn't remember when we Uh when i got there when i got to i
1: know i was like we were in rehearsal not to throw shade but i was like oh hayden's not remembering he's got to look at his lines i was sitting there
2: i was sitting there next to our eponine Mm
1: -hmm. and
2: (laughs) and she was like oh and you know when we do later when we do a little fall of rain uh there's can you take this one note again like we did in high school? And I was like, mm-hmm. But we're not doing a little fall of rain according to the the book. Mm-hmm. And oh, she and says, Oh, but it. we are. Mm-hmm. Because oh. the version that I had, it yep. just said Marius and Eponine. And so I assumed it was the current cast yep. generation and then mm-hmm. on her version it had our names on it and i was like <laughs> "That's not the version." i, had. Awesome. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I went nice. home between our rehearsal and the which show which is like an I hour and a half again. yeah <laughs> i i ate half a sandwich i was like okay yeah. gotta plunk out these notes real quick mm-hmm. but yeah nice. anyway key changes oh yeah God, yes so i dreamed a dream not only that but also on my own also Mm -hmm. empty chairs also you know several of the songs here Mm -hmm. and one thing that i'm noticing that they all they all have a pretty similar structure and it's super effective in all of them which is that they start off in one kind of mode there are a couple of verses and then there's a bridge that kind of modulates to a different key it's not necessarily like a, a raised key mm. to where it feels more impactful but it's just kind of you know bringing some accidentals and weird kind mm-hmm. of notes in and then it goes back to the original and then it builds and then it ascends uh-huh. mm-hmm. and that's this that's the structure of all three of these songs and all <laughs>
1: three of them i noticed for the first time upon watching the movie all three of them end in like a fatigued whisper (laughs) i dreamed a dream ends in like you know my dream is dead
3: Uh on my own is
1: i'm going to be alone and empty chairs is my friends are gone they're all dead yeah Oh boy. like so sad Mm -hmm. so sad and each of the each of these characters like fontaine being fueled you know, by the the motivation to keep her daughter alive and Eponine, mm-hmm. uh, the unrequited love. Mm-hmm. Eddie argues it's not unrequited, but, you know.
2: Oh, yeah. we'll, we'll let's get, get into that later. Yeah, we'll
1: talk about that. <laughs> I am very and, interested. <laughs> and then, um, you know, the devastation of empty chairs, which is r- more relatable in America okay. now than it probably nah. was back then. It's too much. Yeah, Um. so very, very sad.
2: Yeah, each of these songs is like a little grief process almost mm-hmm. it's like they're getting it out and they scream and then they and have then this like little it. quiet moment of yeah it's over
1: speaking of screaming
2: <laughs>
3: there was
1: there's some screaming in the show but mostly singing and yeah. something if nobody is if you're listening to this and you have not seen this production I'm sorry but um <laughs> they literally sing with the exception of very few lines, every single word in this musical, everything is sung, yeah. which is daunting. And no wonder you didn't remember your lines because <laughs> you just kind of repeat melody with new words. And how mm-hmm. hard is that? I mean, within the context, sure, you can kind of fill in the blanks. But if you're just like, oh, what do you sing here? Um, well, I know it goes like this, but <laughs> the exact yep. words are kind of, eh. Yeah, um,
2: you're right. Exactly.
1: Crazy, mm-hmm. which is great because I didn't have to learn any choreography for this show. <laughs> I did not have to dance. I did not have to get tap shoes. I was amen to that. I was just singing and being drunk in the background, not literally, but pretending to be.
2: Actually, there was some choreographing for me in that. Oh yeah,
1: you got married, right? <laughs>
2: and also, Valjean mm-hmm. had to lug me off the stage at one point right. when I was, you know, <laughs> that was out. more like
1: staging.
2: Yeah, right. so I had yeah. to kind of like step while he pretended to drag me because I was, um, you know, I'm a very large human being. And, you are and
1: tall. Yeah. Dragging
2: me across the stage is a difficult feat for anyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so well. it was, we had to do some, some maneuvering there, uh-huh. which felt choreographic. I don't know if that's a mm-hmm. word in nature. It, uh, something yeah.
1: like that. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, but we sing everything. Yeah. In this show, everything is in song. And I was like, I was rewatching the film and I was like, do we have to sing? Like, please, like we could just not sing just this it. part. We could just, just talk to it. each just other. Like,
0: you can just say something. Can just, can say just say it. it. And Russell Crowe, oh, Crow, you're pretty much just saying it anyways. You don't need to
1: sing bring me prisoner
0: 246
1: Oh, uh, We love him. You leave him alone. No, no. Um,
2: I will say I'm very yeah, good that everything was sung um as somebody who was very much in the musical theater scene for the musical part and yes, not the theater part not the
1: theater uh, <laughs> as somebody
2: who you know I think it might just be ego, but I feel like now I could probably act a lot better. Yeah, than I
1: could. well, mm-hmm. you. I think that it's also like having life experience. If you're sure. a high schooler and you're like, oh, "I'm a mobster," it's like, <laughs> "Honey, no, sit down. I just you got back are twelve. You're yeah. <laughs> seventeen. You
2: have algebra homework to do. Like, sit down. Yeah,
1: like, just take, like be calm. A be breath. serious.
2: Yeah. So I was really grateful that everything was sung because it is a lot easier to to act while you're singing instead of speaking Mm. um, well i'm putting intonation um, yeah
1: putting intonation into holding a note or you know putting a certain a certain Mm. twist on something is a lot easier than having to show it with your face or your body not that Mm -hmm. you didn't do this
2: this oh my moment
1: (laughs) your moment (laughs) nobody can see what i just did but it was a hand motion that hayden did like every single time and then it became he the was running on stage that was the bit of the that show. was the bit it was, bit. Yeah. It was fantastic, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're coming to the end of this section I think but mm. we have to talk about the drama which is just so like dramatic. this entire show nobody can live a normal life nobody can be happy Um, no. everything has to be awful and I sad mean,
0: what's the name of it you know
1: <laughs> it ain't um, the happies no And I think this is also a fun point to bring up for people who don't know Victor Hugo, the author of Les Mis, was also the author of The Hunchback of Notre Dame.
0: Oh, yeah. I forget about that all the time. So we see
1: very similar kind of themes of seeing something that Victor Hugo likes to point out a lot is um, the pious nature Mm. of religion and, and, you know, the the hypocrisy which can lie in those in mm. power especially in a religious state which we see a lot back, a lot in hunchback hellfire
3: but hellfire
1: oh, yeah. oh my god talk about another banger um <laughs> but <laughs> they another, don't stop they really don't another amazing thing that this story does is actually have a positive light on religion and like mm, good yeah. it can do for people, mm-hmm. which I am personally tainted against for a number of reasons that I've discussed on the show previously. So you could go listen uh, to those where I rant yeah. about that, but um, it definitely adds to the drama of the show when you have so many miserable people, so many people going through so much hardship mm-hmm. and still at the end, of the end of the, at the end of the day, you have a, at the end of uh, the day. <laughs> But at the end of the day, you have people that become heroes in their own right, despite Mm. their circumstance, who choose love and who choose to lift each other up Mm. rather than pushing others down. Like Jean Valjean, I mean, he is an amazing-ass character. Eddie has issues with some of the choices he makes. He's like, that's a stupid (laughs) decision.
0: (laughs) Save your (laughs) skin.
1: But, um, Don't
0: put my sins get, onto this man, all right? Because he, yes, he, yes. he is a good guy.
1: He's a great guy. He's an amazing protagonist. He does things that I think a lot of people are not brave enough to do. Huh. Everybody, even, even our villains, are commendable in their own right. Um, I, a lot of people think Javert. We talked about this in production when we were doing the show. It's like, no, Javert is actually not the villain of the show. It's the mm-hmm. Um, They are... They start the same and they end the same throughout mm-hmm. the entire show. They are through and through just bad people. Mm-hmm. And um that, that's what honestly what makes them lovable mm-hmm. um in their immoral dealings. <laughs> uh, but they are also the the humor of the story, which is very necessary because without the without them, especially in the musical, I mean you don't really have any opportunity to laugh otherwise. No,
2: yeah, we need uh, the levity for sure. Mm-hmm. Their moments so, could not be better timed.
1: Oh, they, yeah, you really need it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's pretty insane how every single person in this story is just traumatized.
2: <laughs> Life was rough. They're just getting punched in the face left and right, mm-hmm. socked in the stomach. The the blows just do not keep coming, or do not stop coming, I mean. Ooh.
1: <laughs> Oh speaking of blows that keep coming woof! Oh. the 2013
0: <laughs> film oh, woof. boom 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 bah, Yeah, the, the 2013 film is definitely something that was like my that was my first introduction to it right
1: Yeah, was, was watching
0: that film that makes sense yeah and sort of in short one thing that I think a lot of people um I want to say the term laud about it I don't know mm-hmm. if that's correct though is the fact that they uh they sang the songs live when they were filming it. And that was 100% the wrong choice <laughs> because it's like very hard to hear them sometimes over like the instruments and the sound effects. Their song, you know, it just doesn't seem as powerful when you have someone singing and they're like two stories down. When <laughs> it just sound better if you just layered the song over everything, you know. But other than that, Sort of getting into the film a little bit, I think it is interesting that Kayla's note here is Hugh Jackman. He plays Jean Valjean, the main character, right? He's mm-hmm. like he's the reason for the season. He's why you watch and listen um he early on, you know he's lived a hard life. he did a little crime, but was it really a crime? Yeah, you know a
1: little crime
0: well, is this just, just a little crime to help someone in need, help someone in his family in need? Mm-hmm. I think Kayla, you make a great point. Because we realized that when we rewatched it was that the priest at the beginning is kind of like exactly what holiness should be. He's like the perfect picture of what I think religion should be Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that he's just like so giving and so forgiving. And he just like wants to do something for a total stranger with just the inkling of a possibility that he will live a better life because Mm -hmm. of it. So it's very beautiful to see at the beginning of this. And they do a really good job in the film of this guy just being like, wow, what a guy, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, what a good person. <laughs> yeah. And Hugh mm-hmm. Jackman is doing some great acting and he's just like, oh, man, I need to turn my life around. He's so like, I think a, I think it's a really good start other than Russell Crowe singing. But that's a whole other thing.
2: <laughs> are, are you talking about are you talking about the bishop? Are you talking about? Yes, the bishop. Col- yeah, yeah, yeah. Colm Wilkinson. Yeah. Do you know who that is?
1: I had an inkling but I didn't want to misremember and say something oh. wrong. So please mm-hmm. enlighten us.
2: He is the Valjean from the original production of Les Mis. What oh, I thought. Wow. Yes. How
1: mm-hmm. cool is that That's that so he gets cool. to right. like be gracious to him, his past character, which is awesome. Uh, full circle. Amazing. I love when shit like that happens. And another parallel that we could bring up really briefly is Anne Hathaway getting to play her mother's character. Um which is awesome. Yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, what? If I if I was provided with correct information many years ago, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I recall correctly. Big asterisk on this one, guys. But I'm pretty <laughs> sure Anne Hathaway's mother played Fontaine on Broadway. Mm. So she kind Whoa. of got to pay pay homage to her mother. Wow. And I could be very wrong on that, people. So please fact check no, no, no. me. Don't uh,
0: don't do it. <laughs>
1: live this lie yeah live why this not? lie. it's fun yeah
0: Anne hathaway did a uh, fantastic job yes acting during Very... that uh that song i dreamed a dream she mm-hmm. was she was acting
1: she also dropped she like 90 pounds on. for that film and okay. shaved her head so what a queen good yeah. lord um <laughs> did we shit on some people real quick like let's just drag this movie through the mud just a little bit? I'm
2: so ready. I'm so okay. ready.
1: Hayden, what's your number one ick from this?
2: Uh-oh.
1: <laughs> Besides the live singing. One,
2: my number one casting ick is, yes, uh, the casting.
1: Oh, there it is. Yeah. I had, that's it. Period.
2: I, I realize that I'm coming at this from a standpoint, which is yeah. I had seen several, you know, very esteemed Broadway productions of this yes. with trained professionals yeah. yeah who don't have Hollywood star power so I understand yeah. to an extent why they made the casting decisions they made
3: mm-hmm.
2: um but yeah, yeah. um <laughs> what <laughs> I what? yeah
1: honest ugh. I think that I think
2: Chauvet is my number one ick. I think Russell Crowe is my number one ick. If I had to, if I had to rank my icks, I would say his is probably the largest. Yeah, Um, but it does. My list does not end there, is what I will say. Fantastic.
1: Um, Yeah, I I think Amanda does a good job as cosette i think she kind of but that's probably just me being a petty bitch because i hate sopranos
0: oh Um, yeah
1: i just don't like (laughs) that so i'm like oh i liked her in mama mia i'll let it slide
0: Mm -hmm. here we go again it's
1: fine here we go again um she she was fine but i mean the the best vocal performances in my opinion were probably um, Epidine because oh, yeah. she was the she was the Broadway actor right
0: yep mm-hmm. that
1: that they kept her they had Correct. the chops they said fuck off everybody else that's my favorite but,
2: decision they made
1: yeah and she kills it and she sings mm-hmm. it live because like oh my god it's like she does that every fucking night yeah.
0: you yeah. should
1: just let people do that
0: <laughs> she knows what to do oh imagine imagine.
1: I- imagine yeah yeah <sighs> can we shit on the vibrato that. Hugh Jackman just will never turn no, off. No, no, no,
3: <laughs> Lord. Lord. It's ridiculous. Here My breath, <laughs> bring him. Home.
1: Like we get it, you're old. Shut the fuck up. When Uh. Bring Him
2: Home happened, when I rewatched this movie, I was crying from laughing. Is what happened. Oh no! Lost my absolute shit. And the thing is, it was Uh. in such contrast from the beautiful rendition that we heard at our reunion concert. I know. He killed it. He killed it. You get home and you watch this, and it's
3: just oh my god.
1: Yeah, the reunion performance was so night and day to like you.
3: Like.
1: And we we love our boy that we got to we see, do. we do. Um, he's great, an amazing talent, comes from an amazing family, like no wonder, right? Mm-hmm. He's just he's Seriously. the offspring of, you know, Brilliant. demigods in my opinion. I mean, yeah, you're um, not they're, wrong. They're fantastic. Yeah. But he w- he just had like this solemn, very like humble
3: Performance, mm-hmm.
1: But it was powerful and kind of demanding in the way that that song needs to be. Because mm-hmm. for those who don't know, the song is about a man essentially pleading for the life of this young boy, essentially. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's like, what, 17, 18? Yeah,
2: somewhere. He's young.
1: Um, mm-hmm. To make it through war
2: mm-hmm.
3: and
1: go home to his daughter to let him continue on living and mm-hmm. having his life in exchange like what a dramatic and like well, selfless thing yeah. they, and then you hear J- Hugh Jackman just vibrato for three minutes straight and you're like <laughs> I don't give a fuck
3: My goodness, singing
1: I want you to go home to God <laughs> right now
3: so Bam! I don't
1: have to
0: hear you sing <laughs> Huge, Jackman
1: oh. I don't like Hugh Jackman's voice you see, I love I, him as Wolverine but I love I,
0: stuff I, like this mm-hmm. where it's <laughs> like <laughs> where it's very clearly me eddie the man who knows nothing of like music really (laughs) in depth i was like i get what you're saying but also i thought he did a good job (laughs) but then again you know but i can notice like kayla you know pointed it out and i'm like yeah and we joke about it like it's a lot it's him obviously russell crowe not great at all um (laughs) Eddie Redman, I think, doesn't. I okay can't job, but fucking also handle it. because he also like does a lot of like the what is it vibrato? Like he sings
1: shakes- like a fish. He shakes yeah, his jaw for his, vibrato and, and it makes him kill myself.
0: Move around a lot. <laughs> it's kind of like you know I don't know, but overall he does. It, that is that's accurate. I don't know. It's just funny because I can see I can see where you're coming from, <laughs> and it's funny. We'll get to it later, but yeah, that reunion show definitely. I was like, God, these people are so think- talented, and yet. It's sort of Hayden I guess the connection I'll make real quick and then I'll let y'all continue is that uh, a lot of things like with professional voice actors versus star power You mm-hmm. know, is a big conversation where it's like why don't you just let professional voice actors be the characters in short for the new Super Mario movie coming out a lot of people were like why not just have the guy who normally voices Mario be Mario <laughs> instead, yeah. as Chris yeah. instead of Chris Pratt <laughs> as Linda Belcher. I want to
3: die <laughs> right.
0: and then it's just like you know like you said why not just cast actual good singers? You don't need yeah. the gladiator to be chasing Hugh Jackman. <laughs> like people, I don't think Lay Miz people were like, "Wait a minute, Russell Crowe is in it. Give me twenty tickets right now." <laughs> no. you know, I don't think the Lay Miz I Mis said, fans... "Wait,
1: Russell Crowe is in it." <laughs> Why? That was my reaction. I was like, "It was a
2: collective grimace." Huh? Yeah,
0: yeah, because let, let's let's not act like Russell Crowe got non musical fans in seats. To go through Les <laughs> is. No,
1: he did not. I think he repelled them.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, my God.
2: Maybe one. Maybe one fan.
1: Maybe one made person it. out there.
2: But the gladiator at sings? Uh, so is uh, I'm an optimist. What
1: can I say? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Hayden, what were you going to say before we <laughs> dumped on I, him? Let's him see. I I just have enough.
0: several. Um, I mean, yeah. Who else do you not? I mean, you said. I'm looking it, at two notes. casting notes. Mo- most of them you said you'd get rid of.
2: Yeah. Um. Again, coming at it from a a Broadway first standpoint. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the thing about Hugh, going back to Hugh really quickly, I, I thought about this while I was watching it this week is that I feel like I don't feel the songs because I feel like he's always thinking about them mm. like I can see his thinking and I can hear yep. his thinking in the way he's singing like yeah. what's coming next what's what's going mm-hmm. on in the song where he yeah. is it's
1: not it's a lack of like organic projection yeah
2: yeah it feels so. very, it's it's
1: all very yeah. organized whereas opposed yeah. to the performance we got to see a few weeks ago in person it was just like perfect in my mind it was just like yeah. beautiful and just so human and yeah. it, I think that's my number one complaint with the mil- with the movie is it's it's not the humanity isn't in the singing yep. it's in the acting which yep. is the opposite of what lame is traditionally is
2: right yeah, yeah. so Daytime.
1: you see it on its head and it's problematic
2: <laughs> i agree i also let's see. i'm also a little bit i think i'm harder on eddie redmayne because i was marius mm. in yeah our you were
1: yeah you were a so, bit and
2: so i'm and so i'm like <laughs> I, I would be a, a better Malleus in the movie than he would. I could do I a better nice <laughs> I, I could do I could do it <laughs> no, Although he
1: did cry very well in empty chairs. He did. He got them tears
2: going. Was it was really, really That's good. a thing I could not do. So no. I was kind of like, damn. But um, yeah, <laughs> <You're> vocally. Like, somebody he was, punch
1: me real quick. I need got to got cry.
2: Me pinch me. Come up behind me and pinch me.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Our Fontaine. Yes. Mm-hmm. Gave me tips for how to cry because- Oh. She cried in the production every She night. did
1: so good. She made he me did. cry every time I got the chance to like watch me her. Me too. And,
2: and I almost did at the reunion show. I was, was
1: very close as well. Mess.
2: And mm-hmm. young Marius she...
0: definitely did. Oh, yeah. Young oh, Marius. yeah. I what, heard what, he was losing it. What a it, sweet yeah. boy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I saw him multiple times. Just like, just absolutely losing it. And I was like, good for you, man.
1: I love it.
2: <laughs>
3: this love is what masculinity looks like. I crying it. at me the too. arts. Let it out,
0: my
2: dude. You can feel a feeling. It's okay. You have a heart in your feelings. body and it can it can have things that you can express. Mm-hmm. Um, but what Arfontine told me was that if you keep your eyes open, they will naturally water and that will mm-hmm. help you. And so mm-hmm. I would just go out there every night and stare <laughs> and refuse to blink and the tears would not come and I would be like please just let some tears come <laughs> to my eyes. People I'm are going to think
1: like, I'm a sociopath. Like I'm not beyond blinking. Our, my,
2: our, beyond my already, you know, wooden kind of
1: you were a bit stiff. You would
2: definitely be yes, better no. now. <laughs> I was a bit stiff. I was a bit stiff. Yes, I was a bit rigid. Um, but yeah, it didn't it didn't work. I appreciated the help. Uh nothing could have gotten me to cry I don't think at the time. Um uh, mm. but yes, so I was I was harder on I was harder on Mr. Redmane although I do think he was one of the the least of the offenders on my list. I think he I agree. did a good job. Mm-hmm. Um, I just
1: call him fish lips because he does. Focus. He does
2: do the thing, yeah, oh, and the jaw and the, the lips. You're,
1: I you're hate right when people that. do that. Is there actually? I mean, I've never been professionally trained, mm-hmm. so I don't know if there actually is a benefit to jaw movement with vibrato. It's discouraged. As... Jaw movement okay, in general that's what is discouraged. I it
2: should be your vocal. Yeah, it's area your vocal cords it. oh, Wow, it's the same thing for for uh melismas or runs when people do yeah. runs when you <laughs> see their jaws like uh, uh like it shouldn't be doing that it's an artificial your jaw doesn't make the happen. sound mm. yeah. your jaw
1: doesn't make the sound
2: generally jaw <laughs> movement is is yeah. discouraged and yeah. Yeah. wow
1: because the the interior forms. shape of your mouth is what creates your vowel and like mm-hmm. we call it darkness so mm-hmm. going from I will that.
0: Yeah, we are getting technical here. Yeah.
1: And <laughs> you don't need to move your jaw. Yeah. You just don't. You don't.
0: Yep. I you like
2: don't. it. And Fantastic. so, I yes, the worst of my offenders is Javert, who <sighs> mm-hmm. we, we've we already been. We've already touched upon it. We've already been there. Yeah. We've, we've, we've Sometimes Eddie and I will
1: just sing at each other like uh-huh. Russell Crow
2: Like Javert. I love that so much. Javert. You bring me prisoner mm-hmm.
1: 24601. <laughs>
2: Lil, so Lil Uzi Javert. Mm-hmm. Uzi
1: Javert. <laughs> my
2: favorite. My favorite character in the show.
1: Oh my God. I thought the Gennardiers were fine. They did I what they needed were fine. to do. They
2: I were thought actually I, French.
1: They were. They were French. I wanted, I wanted
2: Helena to be a bit bolder. Yeah. I feel she was like a bit
1: I, understated. She was a bit, this is my local and I like this.
2: Mm-hmm. I can still be mad, but I do it in quite a low voice, and I wanted yeah. more, you know, like especially yeah. like more given...
1: Bellatrix Lestrange. Yes, yeah. yes, that
2: part. Yes, mm. um, uh-huh. Sasha, I thought was okay. Um, mm-hmm. Cosette, Amanda Seyfried. Let's see.
1: Eh, it's just uh, she's just <laughs> a soprano to me, so I don't. I really have I would say, any nice to oh, say. just like
2: any other one, serviceable is the word I'm going there to you use go. in yeah. all kindness. Nice. Mm-hmm valid who have we not, who have we not touched on that's that's most people right samantha mm-hmm. barks eponine is obviously incredible queen she's, uh-huh. she was my high school crush
1: oh she's oh, so wow. i remember she was a wallpaper on your cell phone was, for many yes. months <laughs> and nice. one of my
2: one of my good high school friends changed her contact name in my phone to samantha barks
3: amazing wow. um,
2: as a joke and then one year for my birthday i got somebody handmade me a birthday card and right. the, the person that was uh my love interest in the card uh yes. she had put samantha barks's face nice. in the card so it had
0: become you know it a, had, running,
1: it become a running a running gag
0: yes yes <laughs> a thing oh man let me a tell thing. you so, so, a thing that always bothered me about this because you know we got to get the plot rolling in some ways but it's a very weird plot device for me that uh Apparently Hugh Jackman is the strongest old man in France. Because <laughs> <laughs> Javert takes a look at this man lift a piece of wood, and he's like, I've only known one man to lift wood of that size. <laughs> yeah. It can only be this man. It's like, dude, there are other people out there with that muscles. are
1: strong. Yeah. Um
0: no, 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 no. It's this man.
1: Also, oh gosh, Eddie, you pointed out uh uh-huh. like the biggest plot hole that I never paid attention to when I was in the show. <laughs> Go ahead and let's talk about that.
0: You know, I don't know. If people could do their research and all that, but I don't do research. So mm-hmm. what I <laughs> what I contest is that... We're here
1: to talk, okay? really
0: unfounded opinions in this yeah. house.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. There's just, like,
0: no way that they would mistake uh, John Valjean for another person, you know? Like, the other person for John Valjean, because it's like, if he was a prisoner in the system, wouldn't they, like, have like put a number on him branded him did, didn't they do that like back in the day so it's like how could oh, you not, yeah, they, they how could you not did. just tell like hey let me see your chest or let me see your numbers now this isn't the guy you know
2: yeah because like, at the end of at the end of who am i he rips open his shirt and flashes yeah. his tits and it says the number on it yeah. so That's yeah you're
0: traditionally right traditionally in the show branded. how did just like immediately let me see them nipples show me them titties uh-huh and then oh this ain't the guy guess it was that because then we don't get man. to have
1: who am i okay
0: I which <laughs> okay. i also which i also contend through the power of movie magic they should have had hugh jackman play the guy that was mistaken for him and john valjean so it would look exactly like him and you'd be like oh i understand how they made this mistake that's the same guy and mm-hmm. instead it's just like hugh jackman light and i'm like eh. eh,
1: not really seeing it yeah i don't know i don't know how they justify the mistaken identity thing
0: yeah. It's like, like, unless
1: this dude, like, was badly scarred or injured across where the brand would be.
0: Yeah. You would the think hell? they would check, wouldn't you?
1: I don't know. That's a major plot hole, though.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's definitely something. And sort of comparing it to uh, present day. It was interesting to see a bootlicker ass juvert. <laughs> I just a Javart by accident, <laughs> but we're going to stick with it. We're going to roll with it, people. ass divert. -hmm. Telling Jean Valjean to make a make a report against him for filing a false report, and he was like ready to take his punishment. I was like, "He's like hurt me, Daddy.
1: I'm sorry." Being
0: punished for things that they did wrong a wild concept. Couldn't believe it back in uh, back in 1800s France. Can you imagine? No, a cop being
1: held (laughs) accountable,
0: held accountable for things they've done wrong. My goodness, Mm -mm. no, I think
1: there's.
2: One of the one of the things that I'm thinking about in this very moment is that there's something totally gay about their like goose chase.
1: Oh, absolutely! And it's
2: for like life. The chase Mm -hmm. has been for like thirty years. (laughs) It's like, oh my god, he's obsessed with him. Mm -hmm. It's like, just
1: let him go, honey. Live live your truth. He doesn't like
2: like you. Like, where's my strong man that I haven't seen in like twenty years? You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, there's a lens. You could totally see that through. He's Clear like, theory. love that. Yeah, but Javert is like, he is such a bottom. It's insane. <laughs> He's such but a he, sub.
0: He's a sub. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But he secret. is a sub. He's a secret sub because he wants to be the dominant one. He wants mm-hmm. to be the one in charge. Mm-hmm. But uh, He's
1: mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm a bad, bad cop. You better Why don't be you afraid. punish me? Oh, I'm
0: <laughs> sorry. Oh, go ahead. Kill I'm me. Bad. Kill Aww. me, daddy. Kill me. I'm oh, right you won't here. kill
1: me? I'll kill myself then. Bye.
0: <laughs> oh, no, I slipped.
1: <laughs> it's a light sweet. Oops
0: a little light suey but here uh, i do uh, want to say i think it's the best God. time because we're going to move past it after this is uh i contend yeah john val john should have just let that guy take the fall can you imagine <laughs> you imagine how easy Hugh jackman's life would have been had he just let that guy take that l mm. he would have been sitting pretty Cos- it's a Cos- big i would have had the the greatest life It would have been chilling all this stuff would have it would have been fine they wouldn't have to like run away and all that
1: and i was just telling eddie i was like honey it's the moral dilemma it's <laughs> yeah, the, moral... Well, the moral
0: dilemma you know you He's give like well one yeah life. it's
1: bullshit and i was like <laughs> okay fine
0: so save another life because he this man literally goes and turns himself into the to jail and is like hey arrest me i'm this guy and then immediately <laughs> like five minutes later it's like i will adopt your daughter but you can't do both we're gonna take care of her over in jail.
1: Aha! Uh-huh, but you can. Mm-hmm. You talk about away, you. Yeah, but you're so not... right. And then
0: you're just on the run, twenty four seven, when you could have just been hanging. Yeah, wow. I, well, get, I big... get the moral thing, and he's a good guy, and I he's get a that good guy. He's a good guy, but also he should have <laughs> been a bad guy for half a second, and then he would have been a good guy for the rest of his life, you know?
1: But he would have gone to hell.
0: No, no, no. You can't. Yeah. It. You can't. You want you can't him to let
2: that. the devil into his spirit. Mm-hmm. It was
1: already there. He already banished He's it. He's already you a criminal.
0: He stole bread. All right. Okay. Now thing. you're
1: sounding like <laughs> Javert, and I need you to be serious. Dude, I am <laughs> Do not forget my name.
0: <laughs> I was the gladiator. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, my goodness. I didn't even realize they did cut the second verse from the film of A Little Fall of Rain.
2: Oh my God. Let me tell you.
1: It's so sad.
2: The one thing I remember from my first time watching this movie in theaters yeah. was being absolutely incensed by that decision <laughs> because I had- You're I like, don't that's know my how.
1: role. That's the moment. This Ugh. is
2: the best. Part. It was my favorite part of the show. It arguably yeah. still is. Yeah. And I had heard- I I I don't remember where I saw it you know shitty memory but I had seen before watching the movie somebody said like oh they cut the second verse get ready and Mm -hmm. I was like you're you're shitting me and so I went to that movie I was like you I'm gonna be so mad if they and they did and I was
1: yeah do you think they cut it because Eddie couldn't handle it. Uh-oh. Eddie Redman didn't have the chops. I,
2: I honestly think they were just trying to shave time. Shorten. Yeah. Cause, you know, the, the I mean, it is a like, three is hour so long. long. Yeah. yeah. And so they were trying to kind of cut corners wherever they could. And they're like, I guess we can, you know, make the most pivotal death, not really the most pivotal death, but
1: one of them. Yeah. Also, Ugh. Eddie, talk about, talk about Eponine making that move real quick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Some bitch. That, move. that was, first of all, insane choice. To be like, let me divert this gun right into my chest. She, <laughs> she literally like did a longer motion to drag it towards the middle of her chest than just like stopping in between them. She was like, oh, no, shoot me. But Wait, OK. She probably, she probably did it on purpose. So she was just, I'm done living, you know, but she could have easily just like oh, tip wow. it up.
1: Do herself a it to the side,
0: you know, I don't know. I'm but, drawing
2: a blank. Who was it
0: originally aimed at? It was at Marius. It was
1: at Marius.
2: <gasps> wow. So she like dragged the gun to yeah. her,
1: which is stupid. Damn.
2: This was a dumb,
1: dumb bitch move. Like I thought,
2: anti-feminist. Um, well, <laughs> Honestly, she needs to a man. She disgusting. needs to
1: value her life a little bit more. <laughs> also, maybe don't I to give read some the letter maybe don't give the letter to the guy and maybe you will end up with him if you just shoot your fucking maybe. shot, girl. Or
0: maybe, yeah, if you just, you know, you got to pull up from full court sometimes. You but know? Kayla, as you said five minutes ago, it's the moral dilemma. It's the moral. <laughs> yeah, we like, really,
1: if she really loved him, then she'll let him have this forever. I'm anyway. just saying,
0: all I contend, because earlier you said it's not unrequited. And, mm-hmm. and, and, here, and here's my thing. Because in a past episode, I have said one of the things that I hate the most in this life is unrequited love. I think it's very, very sad and it breaks my heart. But mm-hmm. to me, unrequited love is like, I get that it's like love that's not returned, but it's also like, you kind of have to know in order for it to be unrequited, you know?
1: And Eponine, mm-hmm. I feel
0: like, the, I get the sense that she never even like tried to get with Marius. Like she's just been silently suffering. And it's like, Mm Eponine, you got, you gotta, you gotta pull up. You know, you gotta try and shoot your shot at some point. (laughs) Make a move. Yeah, if you need to pull up from, you know, the parking lot of the gym and try and make (laughs) it into the hoop, then so be it. But at least, you know, at least you know, and then she'll know. Damn, this is unrequited as hell. Because I do think, obviously, he did love her. Maybe not romantically. But he heavily, heavily loved her.
1: Yeah. As somebody who played Marius, he was not interested. (laughs) Yeah. This is canon. This is canon, okay?
0: Yeah. But I just just feel like, you know, obviously it's very sad. And it sucks. And it sucks for her. But she should have at least given it a shot. And then I would have felt the song a little bit more knowing that, hey, she tried, but he still said, nah, I'm good.
2: Mm. I'm also curious, though, like, the culture. Yeah. Like, I doubt it was a thing for girls to be, like, Hey, hello. Hey, hey what's mm-hmm. up?
1: Well, and no. also there is the class element that, oh, for um, sure.
0: Yeah. Oh, she
1: present.
0: was a poor. I forgot. She about was
1: that. a poor. Uh
0: huh. And Marius. Was Discount not.
1: skirt. Mm-mm.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Damn. 50% off.
1: Okay. Canonically, was she or was she not also kind of a prostitute on the side a little bit?
2: Hayden Actually, was there. That's a great question. I think I she think... slept
1: around a little bit. I...
2: Because
3: her
1: parents, right? They like lost the inn or something, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They the, the shrewd business fell apart and then they kind of were like street people. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Well, <laughs> street that's rats. what
1: happens when Cosette and Jean Valjean run into them nine years later. Oh, or whatever you're right. They're living on the street.
0: I, I was wondering, this is just because I'm Sometimes I miss things. Does that make sense? I was like, why are they living in the house? So they're just being weird. I was like, they're just being weird. They're just no. doing a bit. No.
2: <laughs> how dare how dare you miss one detail in a two hour oh, and I know, I movie? Yeah. Are you kidding me?
1: This mm. is called research Eddie. that you should have been doing. <laughs> hey, that's buddy,
2: um, that's buddy's We already show. know Eddie's stance on research. But
1: they but I don't the, do uh, it and I don't just,
0: need it. Meow, meow, meow.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I think that I'm gonna say canon. Mm -hmm. She was sleeping around a little bit just to provide for herself, though. She ain't gonna support her parents.
3: She's like, I gotta
1: get a new skirt so I can look good for me, feel good for me, (laughs) and (laughs) and definitely not shoot my shot with Marius Mm because I'd rather just, like, cry about it.
0: Marius ain't gonna give it to her, so... Mm
1: -mm. Marius gives me huge himbo energy, by the way.
2: Oh my god, you're so right. (laughs) That one brain cell is fighting so hard each and every day.
1: And it only, like, gravitates, like... Between his ears, occasionally when he's thinking about revolting, but mostly in his <laughs> dick when he's thinking about Cosette.
3: No yeah. wait
0: a damn um... minute. <laughs> oh yeah, he he was all in on that too. I mean, that's just the classic like love at first sight thing. But, first but it, sight. I think it's very funny the ju- juxtaposition of like all his boys being like, "I'm ready to die for this cause," and he's like, "Yeah, <laughs> but I'm kind of hard but... right now." Like, hold <laughs> maybe let's hold off on the revolution yeah. until I figure out what's going on downstairs. You know what I'm let saying? Me, let me
2: get some first. Let we, You know, yeah. cool. Great. Just like, you know,
0: I ain't dying a virgin is all I'm saying. No, hell no. <laughs> Not today. Not in this Mm-mm. life,
1: Mm-mm. not on
2: this Mm-mm. barricade.
1: Well, we already got, we talked about, um, being in the show a little bit. Um, but I think that we could, we could shed a little bit more light on, um, what that may have been like and what it was kind of like to embody uh those characters i want to tell a stupid story that i think i already told to eddie i know and i think you may remember it hayden we'll see.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: um but i'll start with that and we can transition from there um <laughs> let's just let's just label this section like cringy shit that was unnecessary that I did. Um,
0: Let's go. I know what's coming. (laughs) I love this so much. It was one of my favorite things from your uh, past, your lore. Why Eddie
1: loves me. I do not know Uh, for moments (laughs) like this existing in my past and him to still like actively choose to be with me is like, (laughs) wow. Very commendable. Kudos to you! Cheers um, to
2: you, Addy. You're a Thank trooper. you. Thank he really
1: and Hayden I knows try. just how fucking cringe I was. A
0: little extra um, was.
1: Was it,
0: uh, <laughs> Hey, I'm
1: the one that does that joke. What? My how? show.
0: How's it feel? How's <laughs> My it feel? Show huh?
1: you stop it. No, just, it's fine. Um, <laughs>
0: so but to get ready for the show, huh?
1: Well, I was an ensemble uh, character. Mm-hmm. So I was not a lead, but you know I was singing. Yeah. I was. I didn't want to kill myself. Right. I don't want to tell the story now.
2: Go ahead. Uh, I'm so ready.
1: Um, but I was singing a lot, <laughs> and I was starting to get a bit of vocal fatigue. Mm. You know, just kind of general rasp, uncomfortable.
3: Mm-hmm. Um. Go
1: ahead. Um. So. <laughs> so in order how I saw it I was really just doing everybody around me a service um because I decided to go on vocal rest like a lot of like leads did mm-hmm. but I took it a step further and I said you know what so I don't have to like use my voice because it is such a beautiful like tool that I don't want to tarnish yeah of course it's
0: a gift a from the Egyptian little, gods oh
1: my god I want to kill myself I made a sign that I wore around my neck (laughs) that said, I'm on vocal rest. And I put a whole rest on the sign, (laughs) a musical whole rest, because I was holding my voice for the whole day. I want to end my damn ass life.
0: it's so good why did i do that it's so good
1: why did i do that but i did and i wore it all day long and if i had to talk i only spoke in a whisper (laughs) and i want to die just thinking about that because i know you were like talking but you were like drinking tea and like doing the vocal spray and whatever which is totally (laughs) reasonable for you because you're a lead a lead
0: <laughs> i love my, it so much my
1: whore number one ass was like the <laughs> so show good. will not go on without me uh, there is I no have,
0: understudy no I, one else can do it
1: no one else can be a whore are you kidding uh, me i made this role not number uh, like one me. exactly not number, one. number two uh, maybe
0: definitely yeah. number three but number one Mm-mm.
1: so yeah there's my cringe it's for so the entire adorable.
0: show i love it so much that's
2: phenomenal
1: and a less cringy but fun fact about what I did on the production: I was mama whore. Everybody called me that backstage. I was like mama whore, and I had a bunch of baby oh, yes. whores, and they were all my lovely that. ladies, and they lovely. followed me around, and it was really fun. and I took it upon myself to give everybody their disgusting like infections and bruises. And you know I, did, well. I did their yep. I did their makeup, and I made everybody look grotesque, and it was Fantastic. really fun. I do remember Yay. this. So now, Hayden, can you please say something embarrassing so I am not the only loser on the beach? You know, let's um, see. I really have <laughs>
2: absolutely nothing that competes with that story, but I am trying to think of something <laughs> that is even like hopefully marginally close to that kind of embarrassment. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know, hey,
1: at least you didn't forget to come on stage like Arjun Jean Valjean did that one night.
2: <laughs> That's hilarious. You're right. You are right. He
1: missed his it, cue for an entire verse. That's he was insane. just not on stage. He was just hanging. What
0: was yeah. he doing? Finishing his burger? Probably. <laughs> oh, it really weed. good. No, I don't know.
1: <laughs> Probably <laughs> no the weed part, but yeah. yeah, I never
2: missed my cue. A professional. I think I mean really my embarrassing thing from the show was this hand gesture <laughs> because just, it haunts
1: on. it haunts you to this day.
0: It haunts the hallways of our high school yeah. and right. always will, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That was
1: Star's hand.
0: Do you have like any rationale or any reason why you did this gesture so much, yes. apparently? I. W- the instruction I was given was
2: that I was supposed to reach toward cosette the love interest uh. and approach her like gently you know uh-huh. as this delicate flower in front of me this there new beautiful go. thing that i was witnessing uh-huh. and for me it just became this like jazz hands
1: jazz. it was oh. very bossy and it was it, not yes. gentle it was assertive good. It, was it, it was funny because you guys rolled with it though because stuff. our cosette like got startled every time uh-huh. and it was really funny as an audience member, very hilarious, and I was just like, "That's my best friend on stage, looking like an me. absolute goober." That's,
2: and, That's hilarious. Okay, oh I think God. you're, I think you're playing it up so that your story feels a little bit less embarrassing. Honestly, I don't.
1: <laughs> Shut up. You know what? Cut it from the show. We're I not going to put that no. in the podcast. Now. I love to think leave it about, in.
0: I know that the sign probably wasn't very big, but I would love to think about it as oh, like, as like I a classic a like photo? carnival Barker sign, where like you have the double. You know what I mean? But, like yeah. Goggles, yes. Like of wood oh, with a like a belt caution belt like and sign. The yeah, the end yeah. is near, yeah. like I'm like, naked the whole underneath body, it. Whole body, like <laughs> I'm on vocal rest. Time. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh
1: you guys you guys talk amongst yourselves. I'm gonna try to find this photo. Please,
2: I need to see this. Please find it. Yes. I just yeah. I
0: while while you look for that, I think it's a I think we could move on to the the reunion show and touch on that briefly. Just oh yeah. I know that you two have talked about it a little bit thus far, but I do think it's it's interesting from my standpoint, again, just, like, I was definitely blown away by, like, how talented everyone was, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, I, and I don't say that just because, like, you know, I know you two and all that. He expects but like, us
1: to be bad. That's oh, what he's no.
0: Saying. <laughs> I mean... Obviously, you both did fantastic. I mean, Hayden, like I said, have seen your performance when you were a kid to now. Mm-hmm, it's like my mm-hmm. God, is it, your voice Night is so day. nice. It was just so Thank nice. You. I was like, damn, this man's killing it that. up there. And obviously, Kayla, although your part, you know, very you needed small, that, needed that vocal rest to really hit it. But hey, I took you know, care of
1: myself you, that you day. What can it? I say?
0: You killed it. You brought self care first, yeah. always. <laughs> but not only that but just just seeing like the other people especially it really brought to light just like i want to say an aged voice you know like the older Mm -hmm. cast the Mm -hmm. 03 cast i was like God, these people are so good like their voices were like so strong and i was like i don't know it just brought to light just how crazy it is to like sing professionally because i Mm -hmm. felt like you know, granted, was it like high school and all that, but I felt like a lot of these people I could see singing professionally. I was like, God, this, I'm like blown away by how good they are. Yeah. That so was just, it, it was insane to see. It's just crazy to see people perform live.
2: Mm-hmm. And that's, that's something I talked to our director about after the mm-hmm. reunion show because the concept of like the way our voices age, because mm-hmm. I, I was so excited because there was this one note in, Empty chairs at empty tables that I could not belt in high school. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: at the reunion show, I finally did it. And I yes. was like, I was like, dude, I finally hit the <laughs> Thank note. God.
1: And uh-huh. she was
2: like, yes. And she was like, yeah, it's, you know, 10 years will do a lot to your voice. Your voice is yeah. and, and 10 more years and 10 years when we do this again,
0: mm-hmm. hopefully. Oh, you know, my God, be yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I found the photo. Yeah. It's <laughs> gorgeous.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Fantastic! That's adorable. You
2: you took your craft so seriously. You you have to.
1: Being on the show was dramatic. I remember there was a lot of drama, but we were high schoolers. It was you have to. There was drama anyway. Drama was drama. Um, but it was really fun, and I think. To out myself even further, I was talking to my therapist this week.
3: Oh, boy. And
1: um, I was talking to him about how I was so grateful to get to do the show again. Mm. And it wasn't the full-blown show, but we got to do something that I think a lot of people do not have the opportunity to do, which is to come together with people you still have relatively good feelings about, Like Mm -hmm. I saw so many people that I hadn't seen in a long time and I felt like nothing but joy and love seeing them again. And Mm -hmm. I think that there's a special bond created with people that sing together. And Hayden, you come from like a psychology background. hundred percent. You know, your vagus nerve is stimulated when you sing. There's Mm -hmm. like a whole endorphin rush that like happens, but there's also a very human part of singing that I didn't realize that I had missed very deeply. Mm. And it kind of ra- it raised to the surface. And that's probably why we were all so emotional that day, was because we got to, one, be together again, and two, do something that we all had, at, at least one point in our lives, a deep passion for.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So it was really cool to get to rekindle that and get to be amongst so many people that were in different stages of their life, but actively chose to seek each other out again to do something that's meaningful to us. And how yeah. rare is that?
2: So true. I love that. That's such a cool perspective.
1: Like, and it's a beautiful thing. Like I have no need to go to my 10 year reunion this year. I'm good. <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> like I that got was all it. the good feelings that I needed yeah. to get. Um, And it was just like, so, so magical. And Eddie, I know that you've never sung in a group before. Mm-hmm. Um, other than being forced to in church. Um, but <laughs> um, <laughs> we don't, yeah. that doesn't count. But Hayden, can you speak a little bit to the magic of that?
2: Yeah, oh yeah, that is, that's so true. Because it's not, it's not only the act of just seeing these people, you know, and considering the fact that I pretty much left yeah. our hometown mm-hmm. right after graduating yeah. high school. I went to undergrad somewhere else. And then I, mm-hmm. you know, am, did a master's program somewhere else. And I'm now still... Where that master's program was.
1: Yeah.
2: I yeah, so 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 many of the people that I saw that day I quite literally hadn't seen in nine years. Like yeah. nine literal years. Um, which was wild. But then also, can you hear my cat's how? I in did. The background? <laughs>
1: <laughs> mellow. <laughs> mellow.
2: Mellow is not being mellow. Ironic. I know, right? <laughs> Crazy. But <laughs> yeah, it was. Not only the act of seeing them, but also the act of singing with people again and in in music that I hadn't heard in eight or Mm -hmm. nine years, music I hadn't sung in eight or nine years. I hadn't been part of a group that large or anything near Mm -hmm. that in eight or nine years. And so it was just all of these things flooding back. And it was just the most surreal, joyous experience. Uh Uh-huh. Um, and also another thing to say is that going back to the kind of counter melody discussion we had earlier, there are lots of moments in the show for me in which I am uh, harmonizing with Cosette, with Eponine, with Valjean, yeah. with whoever. And so a lot of not only the whole experience of singing with everyone, but also mm-hmm. those little moments of singing with these individual people that you haven't yeah. sung with in mm-hmm. 10 years was mm-hmm. absolutely incomprehensible
1: yeah and that's what got me i only cried once during the rehearsal but when i saw you and our cosette and our Mm. Eponine do your do your harmony at the end of a heart full of love and then Mm -hmm. ebony comes in and you guys complete that and it like ascends i just like i lost (laughs) it i was like oh my god like how lucky am i that i get to be in a room with these people again And share the stage with this talent, not only you guys but everybody. Like it was just like a moment of like pure gratitude and bliss. I was like, oh my god, like this is so magical.
2: It was amazing. Yeah, you don't know what you got
1: till it's gone.
2: So true. You really don't. But another thing that I loved about the concept of this reunion show is that we did it. We obviously didn't stage the whole production. We did it concert style, which (laughs) was the only exposure to this show that i had before we actually did it i had seen the 10th anniversary concert version i had seen the 25th anniversary concert version so those were my conceptions of what the show was so when we started Mm -hmm. to put it together i was like oh wow when Eponine dies like are we gonna have her walk into the light like in the concert Mm -hmm. and it's like no she's just gonna die you know what i mean like she's just
1: dead get over it
2: act her ass off and pretend to be dead instead of walking Mm -hmm. off into the light so this was cool in that um my first exposure to the show was this way, and it was really yeah. cool to be able to 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 do it in that kind of style. But yeah, it was just so many different levels of I, I can't comprehend what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. And then it was over, and then it is it, it was passed, and then it's it, I, it doesn't even feel like it even happened. It was wild.
1: I know it was it was a <laughs> blur, and it was so much fun. I look forward to you know another ten years from now. Hopefully, we're still kicking around and able to attend and do that.
2: I'm sure we will be.
1: I'm sure we will, and it'll be glorious. And I hope it
2: doesn't pass as fast as the last 10 years did.
1: Jesus Christ. You <laughs> blink well, in the Well, miscare. I got news for you. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, you chill that shit down.
0: As an yeah. old uh-huh. man. Uh-huh. All right, no, gramps.
1: <laughs> <laughs> as, the, down back there.
0: as the Hugh Jackman in this crew. <laughs> I just want to say at the end <laughs> where where he ages a lifetime in like a day. Let me tell mm-hmm. you.
1: That's what it feels like.
0: Life come at you fast. Oh,
1: my God.
0: Anyways, let's get on to our uh, second to last section here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And DTR, define the relationship with Les Miserables. Mm-hmm. Now, my relationship with this musical, I think, is still... Developing, although I think it's very strong. You know, as I said as a kid, I would have never thought to even watch like a stage musical, like a Broadway musical. And now, you know, having watched multiple musicals in film, having watched multiple live musicals, you know, here in town when we got to, musicals are just definitely something that I a hundred percent like am in love with. It's just there's something crazy about seeing them perform it live like the energy really is you know people talk about like the energy at like live shows all the time and there really is something to it like I've just been blown away pretty much by like every musical that I've seen live and not not only just professional like I truly 100% even your reunion show I was like god this is so fucking good you know just like (laughs) sitting there I was like there were moments where I was like god these people are singing right now. <laughs> singing. <laughs> it's crazy. And, you know, it brings out emotions. Like, I was tearing up watching you all perform. And not only just because I know you, but because, like, even for people I didn't know. Just, like, the power of the vocals. Like, the guy that you uh, have referenced many times, the uh, Jean Valjean. Mm-hmm. When he mm-hmm. sang his first song, I was like, Fuck, This guy is so good at singing.
1: <laughs> but, mm-hmm. uh,
0: yeah, just the energy. I, I full-blown... Like have a full blown love for musicals. Lame is is probably one of my favorites because it does a lot of those things that I think for one personify musicals, like the big ending number, all the people singing together, the layering of the voices and all that. I don't know if I'm show dependent mhm. I really do like this musical, and I think some of the songs are some of my favorite musical numbers, I suppose mm-hmm. but are there other musicals I like more, yes. However, <laughs> yes. my my relationship with this one is uh, it's strengthening and it's growing ever stronger. I think every time I watch it or listen to the music and I guess the last little thing I'll say is I think that the messages again that they say in this one are sadly, I think, becoming ever more true. Mm-hmm. And like the power of some of these things, you know, especially I'm starting to feel it a lot more now, like the the ending number. Mm -hmm. where you're like the production like calls out to the audience and everyone else out there to like will you join in on the fight will you Mm -hmm. try to make tomorrow a better day Mm -hmm. very much is like starting to hit which is i think a double-edged sword because i kind of wish it wasn't (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know i I wish things were better but Mm -hmm. you know my my relationship with this is getting stronger i think one day probably soon it will be that show dependency where I can't Mm -hmm. live without this. But for now, (laughs) I definitely, it's getting stronger by the day.
1: Mm -hmm. Considering I chose this topic, I kind of, you know, (laughs) I telegraphed it a little bit. Um, I'm definitely show dependent on this musical. Many shows have come in and out of my life, but this one will always have like an extremely special place in my heart because it was the only production that I ever was on stage for. Every other mm. musical that I did, I was on crew, but this one I actually got, you know, brave and put myself out there. Got a little hurt in the process, but grew as a person and it was really fun. And like Eddie said, I think that this this production, this musical and this story hits on something that is very human. And I think that is something that musical theater captures very well as corny as it may be from the outside. (laughs) Um, Once you are in it and you get to be a part of it, you understand the actual gravity that these stories have in our lives. And much like you were saying, Eddie, like believing that the darkest night will end and the sun will rise Mm -hmm. is a noble optimistic point of view. And, you know, coming together with people for a common cause is something, especially in our country now, that needs to be established and fought for tooth and nail Mm -hmm. to unify people and empower those that are disenfranchised. Mm -hmm. Granted, a lot of the people in this story came from places of privilege, but their hearts were in the right place and -hmm. they were trying to do a greater good.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: and loving people despite their past is a huge moral um standing point for this production and that's a slice of humble pie that I think I need to practice chewing on a little (laughs) bit more frequently um but it's true like even those you know we may have these pre- preconceived notions about people, much like Javert has about Jean Valjean, he lives in the black and white, and we need to embrace the gray. Um, mm. So I think that we learn a lot through all of these characters, and we can feel a lot through the music in this show. And I think that even though the story is old, this, it it still speaks a lot of truth. So um, I'm definitely 100% show dependent on Les Mis. I will always have a very special, you know, connection to this. Regardless of how cringy I was in the past, I can still <laughs> smile about it.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. And so can we.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Now the whole world will, or at least the 12 people that listen.
0: <laughs> there we go. That's right.
1: <laughs> okay, Hayden. Your time mm, yes. to DTR. I,
2: DTR. Let me define this relationship. We Lamez and I.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, we, I, thought you were, we, I thought you were going with the French.
2: we We, <laughs> W-E, we. we, W-E mm-hmm. were certainly show dependent.
1: Yes, were. Yes. Perhaps
2: mm-hmm. perhaps further than show dependent. Oh, for my a very, oh, my a very brief but very lustrous
1: period <laughs> of time.
2: It was hot. We, we, we did... Part amicably, I would mm-hmm. say. There wasn't oh, any God. bad blood when we when we parted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it was, I think we both realized <laughs> that we were headed in different directions, to be honest.
1: Oh, I love personification. And yep. this <laughs> level of
2: show dependency simply was doing no good for either of us. Mm-hmm. And and <laughs> we were we were, as one might say, growing apart. Oh. Mm-hmm. and so I I I remember. My time with Les Mis, very <laughs> fondly, it is. It is a very lovely relic of my past. <laughs> nice, but yeah. I am no longer show dependent with it. Wow! Look at and that. I, and I believe, I believe the, the the genre of musical theater as well. It 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 served a purpose for me,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: it again, it was a very shiny thing for a period of time. A very immersive mm-hmm. thing for a period of Absolutely. time. Absolutely. But I do think that we grew apart.
1: We,
2: we aged away from each other, which is so not sad. to say that there is bad blood because there's not. We love each other. <laughs> we will always love each other. Just because mm-hmm. we're no longer together doesn't mean we don't We were don't just love a chapter each
1: in each other's lives.
2: <laughs> It's time to turn the page. It doesn't mean we don't love our children (laughs) because we're no longer together. We still very much love what we've created together. But
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Beautiful, Hayden. To
2: wrap this very complex metaphor up, Uh we were very briefly show dependent Mm -hmm. and we have realized that we can no longer live that way. But it. we we still well we still hold the the memories and we will always mm-hmm. hold those memories and we we loved each other.
1: Wow, what a spectrum of love we've just Fantastic. displayed.
0: <laughs> I love it.
1: I love it too. Well,
0: Maybe, hey, let's yeah. let's wrap things up here by saying our goodbyes and our thank yous. Number mm-hmm. one to all those out there listening, our so audience. True. We do it all for you.
1: For you. The fans, the vocal rest is for you. (laughs) Just remember that. Mm -hmm.
0: Thank you for listening. (laughs) Hey, if you liked a little bit of what you heard here, please give us a follow download, spread the word. You know, word of mouth definitely does help. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Tell all those on your barricade
1: Ah, that they can
0: find Show Dependent on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. Before we move on here, we do Want to say the biggest of thank yous to our impromptu mystery guest, Hayden Casey. Everyone, give a round of applause Yay, Hayden. for Marius himself, Marius,
1: sweet Marius. Any oh, red hey.
0: wishes, yeah, he, could do? <laughs> he dreams. Mm-hmm. And hmm. Hayden, before we uh move on from this, do you have anything to plug? Anything you'd like to give to the people of the world?
1: Please plug yourself. God damn it! What? Open. Yes.
0: What do you got going on? Sure.
2: Let's see. What do I have going on? Um, a whole lot of nothing. But I do
1: <laughs> make
2: music. I yes. I have I release music. Um, it's um I would say different than the lovely theme song that we put together. Yes, but very different. I did different. make that as well. <laughs> um, but I have yeah music. My music is on Spotify. My name is Hayden Casey. You can just find me there i'm also on twitter i'm on instagram my username in both of those places is hayden m as in michael and then my last name casey c-a-s-e-y followed by the number 13
1: oh, nice.
0: i love it that cohesive Beautiful. branding
1: delicious
0: so true if you'd like to follow the show dependent podcast you can follow us on twitter as you should
3: Mm-hmm. oh thank
0: you on instagram and on tiktok we're still trying to get into it right as tiktok oh. is gonna maybe get banned hey
3: we're getting, <laughs> we're in, on the, out.
0: We're getting in on the in tail a blaze end. of
1: glory <laughs>
0: you can follow us on all three of those at show dependent pod that is at s-h-o dependent pod if you'd like to follow myself twitter instagram victor v sweet and my other half kayla mm-hmm. where can you be found
1: well, you won't find me dying in a hospital of tuberculosis, but you will find me <laughs> Can't on. Can't say Twitter. the same for everyone. <laughs> it's sorry, Betty it, Fontaine. Sucks to suck. Uh, you will find me on Twitter at DJ Vivich.
0: Got something for you to look forward to. We're doing different things like we said early on in 2023 we want to branch out and do more than just movies because that's what we did a lot at the beginning so we're
1: keeping it funky fresh
0: we've done an anime (laughs) nothing's
1: funkier or fresher than the phrase funky fresh
0: (laughs) (laughs) we did a musical today and for our next episode we're gonna go back to an ancient art form
1: Mm. known
0: as uh paperback books what the fuck I'm yeah, sorry, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, right. you see back in the day oh back in my day uh-huh. when we read books they were on pieces of paper
1: you mean they weren't actively being banned in libraries and burned okay,
0: okay grandpa let's get you back to your room <laughs> oh. but yes we are going to be covering a book known as the road by cormac mm. mccarthy it is mm. a uh It's a book that definitely made me realize how much I love books. So more on that in the next episode, but just get ready because this book is definitely very intense.
1: Hooray. Uh, I want to end the show with my favorite line from the musical, which is to love another person is to see the face of God. Yay. I considered singing it, but I didn't want to be crunchy. (laughs)